This is the EPLOG audio experience. Film is clearly a sophisticated art, possibly the most important art of the 20th century with a rather complex history of theory and practice, writes James Monaco in his book How to Read a Film. So far in our podcast, The Artists, we have had filmmakers, writers, critics, programmers from some of the top film festivals, musicians, thinkers, defining their combinatorial skills. We at Metaphysical Lab have been striving to expand the realm of our podcast, which in turn gives a wider uh, canvas to the understanding of our experiences. And also we have tied up with Epilog Media, the podcasting network. So you can find us on their website, epilogmedia slash the artist. And of course, you can continue to listen to us on the platforms that you choose from Apple Podcasts to Spotify to GeoSavan to Google Podcast. Everything is mentioned in the description. And of course, you can reach us uh, on the WhatsApp number and our email ID. I'm your host, Suchita, and I'm looking forward to a wonderful journey ahead with all of you. Hi guys, welcome to a quick and snacky episode of our podcast, The Artists. And recording this episode from Delhi, which is right now 5 degrees. So a special hi to our Delhi friends who listen to a podcast and today we are talking about uh, Edward Muybridge, a man who made cinema possible and that's how Edward Muybridge wanted to be remembered as. Edward Muybridge was an English photographer who pioneered photographic studies of motion and in-motion picture projection as described by Britannica Encyclopedia. He was born in 1830 but largely remained obscure till 1868 until his large photographs of Yosemite Valley, California made him famous. These photographs launched his career, naming him innovative and technically excellent photographer. In 1872, he was hired by the founder of Stanford University, Leland Stanford, to prove that during a particular moment in a galloping horse's gait, all hooves are off the ground. But this could not be proved by a photograph. It had to be done in motion. There was trial and error needed, innovation needed, invention needed. But everything came to a halt when Edward was charged in the murder trial of his very new wife. Now that's a separate story and we won't get into it right now. But when he came out of it and back to experimenting in motion photography, it was already 1877. It was in 1877 that he started inventing and innovating. He used a series of cameras as 100 photos dot time quotes. Moybridge developed a way to take photos with an exposure lasting a fraction of a second where he arranged 12 cameras along a track on Stanford Estate. As a horse sped by, it tripped wires connected to the cameras which took 12 photos in rapid succession. In 1879, he invented the Zoopraxiscope, which was a predecessor to movie projector and primary inspiration for Edison and Dixon's Kinetoscope, the first commercial film exhibition system. More on Kinetoscope in the following episode, but what Zoopraxiscope did was this. One inserted a disc with images around the edge of the device, which then 
got rotated and projected the images onto a screen and this gave the impression of movement for the audience based on the persistence of vision. All this laid the foundation for the future development in motion pictures 24 frames per second. Edward Moybridge's groundbreaking work in motion photography and animal locomotion in the words of Library of Congress goes like this. Viewers of the late 19th century were able to see in a sequence of photos every step taken by a horse at full gallop the sleek movement of a cat running and each flap of the wing of a bird in flight. I encourage you to go and check out these experiments now available as GIFs only because of the invention of GIFs. They're all on the internet. From 1884 to 1887, Moybridge made his most important publications under animal locomotion and human figure in motion. Both remain in print even after 100 years. Moybridge's work is a major reference for technical artists and figurative drawings. According to the exhibition at Tate Museum, his influence has forever changed our understanding and interpretation of the world. His influence echoes in various art worlds, from Marcel Duchamp's painting, New Descending a Staircase, to The Matrix, and of course, Edison and William Dixon. All this has been sourced out from Britannica Encyclopedia, from Open Culture, from Wikipedia, Journals, Atlantic and various other sources. If you find any discrepancy, you can report and tell us. You can write to us. That's it, folks. We hope to get one last episode, one quick episode before the year ends. Till then, take care of yourself and goodbye from all of us here.